Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Greetings, everyone. My name is Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my podcast, Take Another Five. Take Another Five is something I created because I honestly feel that at any time of the day, whenever you're feeling a bit stressed out, a bit anxious, a bit tired, it's time to take another five. And why not? You deserve to take another five just to do nothing, just to sit and relax and get your thoughts together, recharge your imagination, recharge your battery. I live in Toronto, Canada. And I'm an audio mystery writer, blogger, writer, entrepreneur, and law student. I don't know where I get the time to do it all, but I do. And this is why I decided to develop the Take Another Five podcast, so that I can help you to do the same. Just relax and do nothing, just for a few minutes. Stay with me here, and I'll have something, a little bit of everything, for everyone. Each week, I'll have five distinct segments for you. And this is why my podcast is called Take Another Five. So let me please describe my five segments to you. The first one is called Kitchen Corner. And here, I present you, or I offer you, some recipes that I think you may be interested in. I'm sure that you'll be interested in it. And I'd like to thank my, my friend Mama Peach for having um, provide me, provided me with these recipes. The second segment is called Take Another Five with Technology. And here I talk about some apps that I have chosen especially for this podcast. The third segment is called The Five Minutes Mystery. And here I present you with a mystery, five minutes, and I give you all the details and hope that you can solve this mystery by the end of the podcast. The fourth one is called In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And that's me. I give you tips every week on different things that would help you to become a successful entrepreneur. And the final segment, the fifth and final segment, is called Staying Ahead of Bullies and Scams. And in this segment, I talk about different scams that are presently going around, and I highlight one of them that you really need to take a look at. Make sure that you can stay away from it. And the final part of segment five has to do with building awareness about bullies. And it's all about beating bullying. And I'll tell you a little bit about my campaign against bullying. So this is what it's all about. And I hope you enjoy my Take Another Five. Now it's time for us to go on to our first segment. Stay tuned. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Welcome to kitchen corner. 
And I'm Donna Jill Jodhan, and it's time for us to get cooking. This week I have two wonderful recipes for you, courtesy of Mama Peach, and I'm sure that you're going to find these interesting. If you have any questions at the end of it all, please do not hesitate to send an email to me at info, that's I-N-F-O, at sterlingcreations.ca. So that's info, I-N-F-O, at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you may have, but also I would be more than willing to send you these recipes in an electronic format. So off we go with our first recipe, and I again thank Mama Peach. Now, this recipe belongs to the breakfast and bread bonanza category, and it's Amish white bread. Okay, two-thirds cup of sugar, one and a half tablespoons of active dry yeast, one and a half teaspoons of salt, one quarter cup of oil, six cups of bread flour, and now you heat the two cups of water until very warm, about 110 to 115 degrees. Pour water into a large bowl, add sugar, and stir until the sugar is dissolved. Stir in yeast until it is all foamy. Let stand for about five minutes. Then mix in salt and oil. Stir in flour one cup at a time. Turn dough out onto one lightly floured surface and knead until smooth. Place dough in a well-oiled bowl. Turn dough to coat. Cover dough with a dampened tea towel. Set in a warm place. Let dough double in bulk. About one hour you leave it for. Then punch the dough uh, bound. Knead for several minutes. Divide dough in half and form into two loaves. Place into two well-oiled 9 by 5 inch loaf pans and cover again. Allow to rise for 30 minutes or until dough has risen 1 inch above the pans. Bake at 350 degrees for 30 minutes until lightly golden. This recipe makes two loaves. 
Okay, here is my second recipe for this week, and it falls into the dips and fondue category. This is an apricot and brie dip. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, one half, or sorry, one and a half cup of dried apricots, finely chopped. One third cup plus one tablespoon of apricot preserves, divided one cup or one quarter cup of apple juice, one round wheel of brie cheese, about two pounds, rind removed and cut into cubes, bread, rusks or crackers. Combine dried apricots, one and a third cup of apricot preserves and apple juice into a crock pot. Cover and cook on high for about 40 minutes. Stir in cheese and cover. Cook on high for 30 to 40 minutes or until cheese is melted. Stir in remaining one tablespoon of preserves. Turn crock pot to low. Serve warm with bread rusks. This makes three cups. I think these are two gorgeous recipes for this week and I hope you enjoy them if you decide to try them. Now, if these instructions are not very clear to you, just remember, send me an email at info at sterlingcreations.ca that is I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A and I'll be more than happy to send you an electronic format of these recipes. I hope you enjoy these recipes and now stay tuned for my next segment. Time to take another five with technology. Hey there, it's me, Donna Jill Jodham, and welcome to our second segment, and it's called Take Another Five with Technology. I think it's really important to keep up with the various apps that are out there. There are many of them out there, and of course, we can't all keep up with every single one. So what I thought I would do every week is to present you or bring you two apps that I have chosen specifically for you. Apps that, you know, you may or may not find interesting, but it wouldn't hurt for you to listen to what these apps are all about and maybe store them away in your memory. Or if you want, write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca that's I-N-F-O 
at sterlingcreations.ca and I would be more than happy to send you notes on these apps. All right, let's get started without much, without much ado. All right, it's time for us to meet the Blind Square app. Here is an app that I found it about about two years ago. It is very iPhone suited and it helps a blind person to remain in touch with where they are plus more. This app is very accessible, easy to use for a blind person and it also gives out a lot of information to the user. You can easily find out your location places that are close to you and you can use this app to help you plan your moves. The voice is very easy to understand and the developers are constantly tinkering with the Blend Square app to make it more easy to use and to improve it. This app has been around for a while now and iPhone users have a lot to gain by having this neat little app in their toolkit of apps. So why not go out there and try this app? Go to the App Store and type in, type in Blind Square and you'd be amazed to see what comes up. Okay. This app is you know, I would say it's not just suited for an iPhone user, but it would help those who prefer to use an app instead of a standalone app. And it is great for a frequent traveler and for the one who wants to become a more independent traveler. So why not try it? But of course there are other similar apps on the market but this app is free for the taking and it is probably one of the most advanced of its of its kind so why not go out there and meet the blind square app why not all right the second app I have for you this week is called the WebMD app. Again, the WebMD app. Right? This is indeed a very useful little app to have on one's iPhone. Its cost is free and it is available at your friendly app store and it falls, falls into the category of health and fitness. I like this app because of the enormous amount of information that it gives you access to. Above all, its information is current and you can garner health-related information on such things as details about symptoms, drugs and treatments, first aid and local health care options. 
the buttons are well laid out on the screen. And these include sign up, settings, symptoms, checker conditions, drugs, first aid, health listings, and a button to save. As an example, if you choose the system checker, <clears throat> you have the option of choosing to select parts of the body's body, such as your eyes, your ears, your nose, your face, etc. And the conditions option the condition option presents a long list of such things as the aortic aneurysm, sin sinusi Oh, I better spell this. Sinus, oh, S-I-N-U-S-I-T-I-S, sinusitis, aseptic meningitis, and lots more. The drug treatments option offers a very long list of various types of treatments, such as Actos, Oral, Amrix, oral, augmenting oral, etc. <clears throat> the first aid option is divided into allergic reactions, bruises, broken arms, etc. Then you can dig deeper into each option and find either pages of additional information or links to additional information. If you sign up for a free account at www.webmd.com, that's www.webmd.com, then you can gain access to lots of additional tools. Hmm, so why not go out there and make friends with this wonderful app? It is a sure bonus for sighted as well as non-sighted users. I like this app. I really, really do. And I think you ought to try it out, or you owe it to yourself to try it out. So why not go out there and make friends with the WebMD app? If you have any questions or you'd like an explanation of anything, Please do not hesitate to write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's I-N-F-O at sterlingcreations.ca. Hope you enjoyed this segment and now stay tuned for my next segment. Jill Johnhan with you again, and it's time for segment three, our five minutes mystery segment. And I hope 
that you're all ready and all raring to go to solve a mystery. These audio mysteries are ones that I have written and recorded, and they are on sale at my website, www.donnajodhan.com slash store.html and I am sponsoring this segment myself. So it's time to relax for a bit and let's go mystery hunting. And for this week, my five-minute mystery is called Birthday Party at the Beach. Okay. So, Well, we're going to start by giving you a short description. It was supposed to have been a happy occasion. Everyone celebrating and just having a great time. Yet for all of this, one of the guests ended up being dead. She was she just got into the wrong things at the wrong time. And before she knew it, it was too late to run. Why did Dr. Jan Bearstone have to die? Why? The scene of the crime looked something like this. The victim was found wrapped in a beach towel. She was wearing a one-piece bathing suit. She had one earring on in one ear. Her thick, long hair was still a bit damp. There were some loose strands of hair about her neck. Nothing on her feet. There were large blood stains on her arms and chest. And along with this were some minor stab wounds. Bruise marks on her neck and throat as well. Bruise marks on both of her knuckles. There were also large blood stains on the beach towel, which was still a bit damp when the victim was found. She had been laid out on one of the beach chairs belonging to a nearby hotel. The beach towel and beach chair had the markings of the nearby hotel as well. Back at the scene of the birthday party, someone pointed out the victim's purse and beach bag. The victim's purse contained a compact lipstick wallet with photo snaps of her kids, credit cards, and $100 in notes. Hmm. There was also some loose change totaling about $2. An appointment book, pen, some mints, gum, and a small pack of Kleenex, and 
or blackberry as well. Finally, an open envelope marked private and confidential. The beach bag contained a pair of rubber slippers, hairbrush, sunglasses, a paperback novel, and a tube of suntan lotion. Motives for this crime, as far as we could see, were these. The victim owned money, owed money to someone. The victim was cheating on her spouse. Someone was in love with the victim, but the victim did not return their love and someone wanted the victim's husband for themselves. The business partner also wanted the victim out of the business. Lots of motives. But which one was the real one? We identified the following suspects. Bruce, the victim owed money to him and he was in love with her, but she was not in love with him. Stephen, and there was a nasty divorce and custody suit brewing between Stephen and the good old doctor. And this was not good for Stephen at all. Alex, who wanted her out of the business because her, of her problem and that problem had become a distraction at her office, and business was going down. Brittany, who hated Dr. Jan Berstow because she was in the way of her desires for Stephen, Jan Berstow's husband. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The cause of that death was this. Dr. Jan was strangled. The victim had minor stab marks on her arms and chest, bruise marks on her neck and throat, bruise marks on both of her knuckles. A substantial amount of seawater was also found in her lungs. This led to the theory that she had put up a struggle before being overpowered and she had also probably been killed elsewhere and her body brought to its present location. Due to the cool temps, the beach towel and her hair were still a bit damp her stab wounds were not fatal. She had only been dead for no more than three hours before being discovered. My, my, my. Well, the beach towel and beach chair bore the markings of the Royal Dolphin Hotel. Jan Berstow and her friend Marco Santana had checked into the nearby Crystal Palace Hotel. So, too, had Bruce. Alex had checked into the Royal 
Dolphin Hotel as well as Steve and Brittany. Both Bruce and Alex bore long, jagged scratches on their right cheeks. One sustained his scratch from his cat and the other from Jan. Jan's Blackberry contained multiple exchanges of texts, text messages, and an email between her and Stephen, and an email from Bruce asking her if they could meet after the party. The killer kept a close eye on Jan all night. and vowed then and there to kill Jan. Is this enough for you to have some kind of clue as to who killed Dr. Jan Berstow? Well, get your thinking caps on, and at the end of my podcast, I'll tell you who did it. In the meantime, stay tuned for our next segment. But if you'd like to learn more about my audio mysteries, then go to www.donnajodhan.com slash store.html That's www.donnajodhan.com slash store.html And there you'll find a whole whack of other mysteries that you could buy and enjoy at very affordable prices. Now stay tuned for our next episode. For our next section. In the end zone with the entrepreneur. Hi there, I'm back. It's Donna Jill Chodhan, and welcome to segment four In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur, and that's me. And this week I talk like to talk about what are some of the types of entrepreneurship? Okay, there could be such thing, a thing as full-time entrepreneurship. It's a full-time job to be an entrepreneur, and that's what I am. And I've been so since 1998, and I fully enjoy it. It's my only employment, and it's my only income. The second type of entrepreneurship is part-time, and it comes in addition to one's full-time job. It's all about a certain number of hours per week, at a specific time of the day, on weekends, and that's why it's called part-time. Sideline entrepreneurship. It's also in addition to one's full-time job, more as a hobby whenever there is a demand or request. So if someone, you know, for example, loves doing technical support, they have clients who call them when they only need to be, you know, to have something done. And that's a sideline entrepreneurship. So again, you have the full-time, the part-time, the sideline. 
that's it for me this week. Short and sweet um, in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And next week, we'll have another uh, tip for you for the entrepreneur. In the meantime, you enjoy your time and uh, stay tuned for our next segment. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. I'm back, and here I am for segment five, our final segment for this week. And it's all about staying ahead of scams and bullies. For this week, I'm going to start you off with uh, a scam that is making the rounds. And you need to be fully aware of this scam if you want to stay out of trouble. So here we go. This has to do with you receiving a phone call asking you to verify your credit card details. It tells you that your credit rating needs to be updated. It is a recording by phone and it sounds very legitimate. You are presented with a list of options to choose from. It asks you to verify the type of credit card that you have and to give your credit card number as well as a three-digit security code at the back of the card, your birth date, and you do not respond to this. You must not respond to this. Hang up immediately. Don't do anything else because it is a scam. All right. We're going to go into building awareness about bullying. And for this week, here's my question of the day. What are some of the inherit uh, what are some of the inherent causes or inherent causes of bullying why do kids bully each other and why do adults do the same well my respectful response to this is that it probably comes from several reasons our kids are being exposed to too much crime and violence. And it is all around them. On the screens of their TVs. Some of them find it on their eye devices. In the classroom, in the playground, in the home, and on the streets, malls, and almost everywhere. We need to make a concerted effort to change this. We need to encourage filmmakers, authors, and writers to tone down the crime and violence so that our kids can have a better chance to be kids and enjoy what kids enjoy instead of having to defend themselves against needless bullying. 
Does this make sense? It should make sense. Because this is what we need to do if we expect or if we hope to have any chance of dealing with bullying. Visit my website www.donnajodhan.com and have a look at my page on anti-bullying. Now it's time to end our podcast for this week. And I want you now to stay tuned to see if you have been able to guess who killed Dr. Jan Berstow. Stay tuned. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Well, it's time for us to end this week of my podcast, Take Another Five. We've come to the end. <clears throat> but before I leave you, <clears throat> I need to tell you who killed Dr. Jen Berstow. And hopefully you have guessed the right person. Well, well, well. What do we have here? The killer was Bruce. Bruce had sent Jan an email asking if they could meet at the party, and she had agreed. He wanted to express his feelings to her, and he had suggested that they leave the party together, that she leave Marco and move in with him. During the evening, he had tried several times to get close to Dr. Jan, but could not do so. He thought that she had seemed to be avoiding him, and when she was not looking, he had opened her purse and discovered a few things. Bruce had read the exchange of text messages between her and her husband Stephen, and an email in which they had both agreed that it would be for the best if they had put their differences aside and stay married for the sake of the kids. And now that Stephen had been diagnosed with cancer, Bruce had then read the contents of the envelope, test results confirming that Stephen was indeed ill with cancer. Bruce had lost it at that point. He reckoned that if he could not have had her, then no one else would. Hmm. Bruce seized his opportunity when it was suggested that the remaining guests go for a swim. He inadvertently picked up Stephen's beach towel with the Royal Dalton logo on it. He had it with him as he and Jan had walked to the edge of the sea and had left it on the beach before entering the water. Bruce had formulated his plan to kill Jan as they walked into the breakers. After strangling Jan, he brought her onto the beach and had removed her outer clothes, leaving her in the one-piece bath bathing suit. 
He had then wrapped her in the royal dolphin towel. He then had walked a few yards and had spotted the royal dolphin chair, and there he had laid her dead body. He had thrown her clothes into the sea and watched to make sure that the current had taken away the clothes. The clincher for Bruce's guilt was the skin that was found under Jan's fingernails. It had matched with DNA taken from Bruce. So Bruce was the killer. Hopefully you got this mystery correct. And if you would like to learn more about this mystery in greater detail, or to purchase one of my other audio mysteries, please do not hesitate to go to www.donnajothen.com and access my online store. In the meantime, you can follow me at Accessible World, A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-W-O-R-L-D, or at Author Underline Jodhan, A-U-T-H-O-R Underline or Underscore, J-O-D-H-A-N. And you can like me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Donna Jodhan, that's D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N, or at www.facebook.com slash author Donna Jodhan. Hey, thank you for listening in this week. I will be with you next week for another Take Another Five podcast. In the meantime, keep a song in your heart and be good. Don't get into any trouble and may the wind be at your back. See you next week.